Hi, this is Repatterning. I'm Tom. Hi, I'm Kata. In this interview, we'll be talking with Nina Nastasia. Nina is a singer and songwriter, and we talked with her just before her concert in Berlin. In this conversation, we talk about loss and rediscovery, self-esteem and singing, and potatoes in the back of the car. A large part of our conversation revolves around the surrounding circumstances of Nina's most recent album, Riderless Horse. That part of our conversation includes some very difficult topics and probably will not be suitable for all listeners. That is discussion of self-harm, abusive relationships and suicide. We're very grateful to Nina for having talked to us so openly and honestly about such hard and personal topics. We also have chats and stories and laughter, both darkness and light, and so we hope that you find it all interesting. So, here we go. Hi, Nina. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Oh, thank you for having me here. Yeah, you've really, uh, you've raced here. It's, uh, yeah. yeah, we had to race a little bit. Um, everything takes a little longer than you expect. Mm. Traffic, all that stuff, as, as much as you try to map it out, doesn't always work out perfectly yeah, yeah. timed. <laughs> <laughs> and you've just come from Austria and Czech Republic, right? Yes. And then you head on to... Hamburg and then Dresden, and then that's it. <laughs> ah, okay. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was actually thinking that, um, so being on tour is certainly a context in which you're totally taken out from your usual um, Mm -hmm. rhythm and your usual uh, comfort zone, maybe. And uh, I actually uh, read a little diary entry in your Instagram feed (laughs) that uh, mentioned that... uh, Usually around halfway through a tour, you suddenly feel a bit uh, out of place. Discombobulated, yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And it's funny because it's always in the middle. It's, and I I was remembering it as it was happening. I was remembering, because it's been so long since I've toured. I haven't toured for well over a decade. And so it's, so I've kind of forgotten, um, the how how it goes but yeah there's a there's a moment where it's usually when you're well usually when i'm traveling i'm in the van or wherever i'm in and i i'm just you know watching the road go by and then just sit and there's this feeling of i don't belong anywhere (laughs) (laughs) like it's it's you know what am i doing what am i doing here you know all those, just that feeling of just not really belonging anywhere starts to set in a bit. And and then, you know, then usually I just get in a rhythm where I can just go forever, just keep going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, but, you know, I'm older, I'm a little tired. <laughs> I'm a little ready for it to have a break, a little bit of a break from it, you know. Yeah. yeah. This one's what, like a couple of weeks or something like that? Three weeks that it you're doing? It started uh, March first. Oh right, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. So it's been, it's been, so it's been a little bit of yeah. a while. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, you should get like a like a medal or something at the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, people go out so much longer than that, right? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. go out for really long periods, but every maybe because of COVID, nobody was going out at all. So because everybody's Everybody keeps saying to me, "Oh my God, that's such a long time." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, so that's interesting. So you say that it's always the half point, regardless of how long the tour is. Yeah. So if yeah. you go for a week, it comes at yeah. three days, and if you go for two months, then yeah. it all, on first uh, happens. It's funny for it me, that's how it after always. The month. Yeah, for me, that's how it always is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's weird. Um, and if you're Bob Dylan and you do it for 40 years, then it's like after 20 years. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, 20 years in, he's like, and after that, it's fuck, am I? No problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the 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 tour is for the album, yes. and the album is your first album in yes. a long time. Yes. 
Um, and I mean, yeah, maybe do you want to talk a bit about how it came yeah, about? Yes. So, uh, so my uh, partner, kind of in all things, and you know, especially music, he was a huge, huge part of the production of the of uh, the music. He he had a lot of a lot of times he would put. Um, bands together and uh, he, had a, he had a lot to do with how it's how it sounded actually and um he also I mean, he taught me an enormous amount of stuff um and it wasn't even really his thing like he had he was uh he he wanted to there's a lot of things he wanted to do and and he was very artistic and he was a uh, did uh made things and painted things and um but uh he was extremely troubled and and my relationship with him was very troubled and it was uh we were kind of a an absolute perfect puzzle piece i think uh for the most dysfunctional kind of thing um something in me I guess the timing, or maybe it was always that way. I don't know. I'm asking myself this a lot, but uh, was really um, kind of I stayed in a situation that was very bad for since, and it sort of started to be bad pretty early on, um, and it just I don't know. I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't get myself out of it, and it was a. I mean, we. It, I don't know. How, I'm not really explaining it all that well, but it was. It you know, it was abusive, and um, and I, I kind of allowed myself to be in that for a very, very twenty five years. It was a very long time, and maybe the next person would have said, you know, no, I'm not. I'm out of here, you know right away as soon as something like that happens but there was something about my self-esteem at the time or that I just soaked in the negative um uh the the negative uh well let me skip here so I uh that record that I did um I I did it right after he um died by suicide and i made the record after that and um and it was all about that very very troubled time and dysfunctional relationship and all that stuff um and uh so that's how the record came talking about you know i i have i have I have a hard time uh, really knowing sometimes how to, now I'm like all, I can't figure out what I'm, how I'm going to talk about this. But it was a psychologically abusive situation that I was in. And I think that's a, I, I, I had, you know, it was almost like, like uh, I was becoming ill from it like I had symptoms like physical symptoms of what was happening you know and it was almost like I would never think that I was abused ever mm. I was like mm. well I know but people that are abused are beaten or or there's clear you know I'm not that person at all mm. so I it feels and it's to this day feels weird to even acknowledge that that's what it was but it was absolutely that and it's also I, I wrote the record and wanted to even and decided to talk about the record and talk about these subjects because it became really important to me that I don't I somehow am able to talk about it where and in a way that doesn't vilify him because he was he was extremely troubled and there was more to him than an abusive partner. I mean, he was, 
uh, magnificent in a lot of ways, but that he was, and, you know, uh, my feelings about it change quite often too. And even though it's been, you know, several, several years now, I still haven't gotten my head around like, you know, I, I, I always want to kind of find an excuse for it or understand why, mm. you know. And mm. it's just the only thing I could really come up with was that people are just so complicated and they're not one thing. Mm. Um, and you could love someone dearly and also just need to get the fuck away from them because they're hurting you very, very mm. badly. Mm. And so I got to a point in the relationship where I, I mean, I kind of knew I had to leave that relationship. I couldn't continue in it. And I knew that I'm getting, I was getting older and it was going to get harder and harder to leave that relationship. It was already really so hard for very, very many reasons. And, uh, and I decided to not, we weren't going to be together. I, basically um, needed to get out of that situation. And then the next day, he uh, he shot himself. Um, and so, and that's another subject, you know, the whole subject of suicide, I wanted to kind of talk about it as, as well and I'm like finding myself in this sitting here right here right now with you guys mm-hmm. uh, and not not even really knowing how to talk about it because I don't really I I don't know that I have a bunch of wisdom about it either you know just know that it's something that needs to be talked about that mm-hmm. needs to be treated and understood and you know Anyway, yeah, yeah. So, but that record is like, uh, uh, yeah. It's just it. It almost felt like just vomiting out songs and then just doing them, you know. Mm. And and it sometimes they're actually they've not been so easy to revisit but it's but actually being on this tour and playing them playing a lot of them most of them every night has been really cathartic and and uh kind of helped me you know get through it and kind of ready to move on to the next thing too you know mm. eventually yeah. Mm. yeah both of these topics are um hard to talk about yeah. and I think also because they don't get talked about much yeah and, and so thing- it's yeah I think it is exactly what you're saying is like trying to figure out how to talk about it because so many people don't talk about it and yeah. then you also don't hear other people talk about it and it just becomes this swirl of yeah kind of and like a taboo or difficult people uh, need thing. to find there needs to I mean, it's just, you know, it, it's just I, I, um, taking your own life is like, uh, I mean, there's sometimes where, you know, you're very ill and you want to, uh, physically ill and you want to make that choice. And I'm, you know, there's, that can be a very sound choice for someone to make, but over emotions or depression or things that can are treatable that can if you just sort of i don't know i take a minute i mean it's you're gonna feel differently for sure in like an hour a day a month whatever it is but making that choice is just tragic seemed to me that somebody Mm. would be in that position and feel that much alone. And, you know, not everybody has, uh, is prone to suicide. I mean, I'm not a person that uh, has 
suicidal tendencies. I mean, I, it, it can be misery and I'll just stick it out because I just like, I can't stand the idea of doing anything, going anywhere else. Like I don't, I don't have a, I don't know, maybe being agnostic helps me stay in this planet. I don't know, but I, I, I don't, uh, so it's, it's, you know, it's some, I mean, definitely Ken and my partner had suicidality. He was like, that was his out kind of, a lot of times, and mm. he, I think, managed it through medication and then got off medication and never wanted to go back on medication. And, you know, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop the room. <laughs> no, I actually, no, I had a, I had a, Thing yeah, to yeah, yeah. come, but I wasn't sure if you wanted to say no, something. No, no. Um, so, so this record is is a way for you to deal with this whole um, yeah topic. It really, it really is, um, yeah. Yeah. I think. Did it um, did it take you a while to to get to the point to be able to turn towards your art to use it as? No, well, no, it didn't actually. It uh, I go to that fairly quickly and I mean it's uh, uh, kind of always it's always been a way of kind of a release or being able to kind of work through stuff or at a, or just doing it out of boredom anything like it's just it's always been mm. a great comfort to do something in some form um, and uh, yeah and so but there was this very strange thing. Uh, I mean, the kind of the, the the emotions around his death were so uh, hard to um, uh, understand. From you know, I I felt a sense of extreme freedom, which was very terrible feeling i mean i felt mm. incredibly guilty for even because i had stopped music because it it was impossible to continue because he made a lot of amazing things happen and for in my career but also was very um it was claustrophobic like he i was kind of always failing, you know, in his eyes. I could, I was never good enough. And, and I was, and in every aspect of it, I was kind of constantly failing. And uh, I didn't, I felt very restricted in, in um, just, I felt, you know, in terms of writing songs and doing that kind of thing, I was free to do that, of course. It always, I always went with, um, it always went through him in terms of, he was a fantastic editor. So he, he kind of taught me what works, what doesn't work. And put, see, just in poetry and songwriting, I mean, he just kind of knew those things. I don't know, he's just super smart. And, uh, you know, I would take the critiques, go back, clean it up. Come back, you know, and I learned a lot from from doing that. Um, but in terms of like collaborating with anybody or any, it, there was always, you know, uh, nothing. Either I wasn't good enough, or nothing else was good enough. Or not, you know, it was just very restrictive. So there was that, you know, a whole world opened up. So I was like, oh, I was, and I, you know. Personally, I never cared about being good enough. Like, I didn't care. I always thought the idea of being the best in something in art is just absurd. Like, there's, there is no best. It's like it's very, you know, everybody likes different things. It's like subjective, you know. Um, I mean, you could have your opinion, what do you think? But, and I have my standards of what I think I'd like to do. But, you know, I haven't gotten there and I might not ever get there. It's like, it's just mm. kind of fall on your face, so what, and you know, do it again and get better. I mean, you're never going to get better if you don't. So um, 
so I kind of, it was like, it was in, devastating and incredibly sad, but there was a huge freedom. Mm. And mm. so I started a band with uh, my friends in Canada, and it was during COVID, and we remotely, like, he'd send me stuff, and I'd write lyrics and melody and send it back, and, you know, and he'd send, he would go back and forth, and then we made a record. And, you know, uh, and then I'm... Uh, and then made this one, you know, I was, I was kind of doing both at the same time and, and it felt amazing. I mean, I, you know, it was a bit of discovering what I am capable of because I felt so not capable of anything. And I think that's happens when you're, uh, in a situation where somebody is really trying to control every aspect of your life, you know, and, and you walk on eggshells egg because you're afraid to do it wrong. Mm. Um, it just, I i felt like I was not capable of crossing the street without getting hit by a car kind of thing. You know, it mm. got to be that mm -hmm. bad. And, uh, and so it's been even, you know, even this tour was a test to see can I do it? Like, am mm -hmm. I capable of doing it? Am I, mm -hmm. you know, and it's been, yeah, it's, it's kind of, I'm kind of just almost like, I mean, this sounds super corny, but it's almost like discovering who I am because I, I was like turning into a shell mm -hmm. yeah, person. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, um, so this record is, uh, you know, it's 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 funny because it's like it's not. I don't know if it's that I I don't listen to my other records, so I don't know. But but the other records were still like I'm really proud of those records. I I I I think that was a I I like how we did. I wouldn't have I, I don't listen to them going ooh. You know, mm. I think they're they're great, and what 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 Kenan added to it was fantastic you know um but this one i i like this one because it's a little unafraid it's not trying to be poetic or anything it's just mm. unafraid in that way and it's just kind of like that's just this is it like it or not you know like it doesn't mm. care mm. if yeah. it sounds any certain way it's just that yeah. Yeah. it's mm. just it you know i think one of the things that's like I suppose most obviously notable about the record is that it's sparse compared yeah. to previous records, which is which also feels like a kind of a like an artistic necessity or something to just strip yeah. it all back. Well, it was a necessity for me to do it on my own. I got this. I got this. I so I started getting this idea of like I'm going to do everything on my own. I'm going to do everything, but then I realized you know I mean I'm. I'm not going to record it. I don't know how to record. I'm not going to do that. So, and then I was going to do the artwork, and then I was like, I'm not going to do that either because the artwork that I came up with was kind of like wasn't great for it. And I was like, no, no, I don't. I don't have to do everything. But you know, it was. Um, it did need. It did seem made sense that it was solo. Because mm, mm. that's what I am right now, like you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it just it just made a lot of sense to me that I just do do it solo. I can imagine it's also a lot of just kind of figuring out how things might be for the subsequent records or whatever might yeah. come after. Well, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it was it was. I mean, I'm excited to actually. I'm actually going to go to Canada to work on um, another record because the, that band record is going to come out um, uh, uh, this summer, I think. And and we're going to be in the same place and all play together, which will be nice. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm very much looking forward to doing stuff with other people and playing with having other musicians. And it's... It it'll be it'll be awesome to do that, and it awesome to do get it kind of you know I'll, I mean um, who knows uh, 
if it's going to be, I mean, it's still going to be a bunch of sad shit. Cause that's, I can't seem to not <laughs> write sad shit. So it's just going to be a bunch. Yeah, that's not going to change. But, you know, it'll be with other people. And I mean, I, I actually started, that I'll sing tonight, actually. Um, I have a song that I started writing a few songs um, to sing with a choir or, you know, at least mm-hmm. a good amount of other people singing. And so I've been working on that a little bit, and that's kind of exciting to, to think of having other voices there. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. It exciting. It's funny when you say that uh, everything you do ends up being sort of sad music, oh, yeah. because uh, I suppose one of the things that, I mean, you know, you can tell me if this makes any sense at yeah. all, but one of the things I suppose I kind of noticed about listening to the record, the new record, yeah. is the extent to which there's this kind of black humor <laughs> in a in a in this horrific situation i mean i remember oh, I'm so listening glad to that I'm, i can't think of what what the what it is but i'm so glad you found it <laughs> because <laughs> because i can't well, when i think of it now i was like what's what was the humor but i <laughs> I well, mean, I can tell you, like, off the top of my head, there's yeah. this song that starts where you're going, like, you were so mad. And, oh, yeah. and it's this kind of a cappella moment leading into then the guitar coming in. And it, it feels almost kind of uh, simplistically obvious as a way of talking about, like, a, a difficult relationship. Oh, right. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, uh, yeah. But then it, it unfolds funny. in this, you know, kind of like novelistic sort of way. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm glad. I mean, I always try to find humor in as much as possible even i mean and death is funny like all of it's funny there's funny in everything there's really kind of no i don't mm-hmm. find i don't find i could be wrong but i really i think if the right if if somebody's funny well i guess funny is subjective too but well, yeah. <laughs> but i mean but the I just think you can really squeeze out humor in just about anything. I mean, mm. and it's a good idea. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's definitely all these things are layered. And I yeah. think I can definitely relate to the idea that it's, that yeah. is much more dead than just sadness or just yeah. um, anger or, or even already like that's already like a, all other yeah. layers of, of things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. and, you know, Kenneth was, he could be really funny. And, and I found a book. I found a diary. I was so him too. It was like, I found a diary and it was just, you know, it had a lock on it and everything, you know, and it wasn't, it was, you know, I opened it and there was one page written. The rest was just empty. Nothing in it. The one page written, he's like, Dear diary, if there's anybody other than me reading this, I'm either dead or you're a piece of shit. Or whatever. I don't know what he said, but it was something like that. But that's the only thing. And then you're that thinking like, well. Diary. <laughs> it had a lock on it. I was just like, that's, that's pretty perfect. And I found that and I was like, oh, and I looked at it and I was like, oh, that's a good laugh. I like that. <laughs> nice yeah. touch of drama. Yeah. It's like a lot yeah. of drama. Yeah. So the last time... Uh, so the time between your last record and your last tours and mm. now has been about a decade, you said? Uh, uh, 12, maybe, years? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 13? I don't yeah. know, around there. It must be, I mean, just the things that you described makes a huge difference between the time then and now. But I yeah. also imagine that even without all these things, you would be a different person 10 years ago or 12 years ago and, yeah. and now. So I'm just... Uh, yeah, I'm just thinking of the layers of uh, the the the, well, the differences between your last um, artistic outcome well, and now. It's funny because I think you know when I think about because writing has been such a it was it was such a comfort to me, and somehow. You know, I go back to some of those songs and and they're writing about my like feeling completely oppressed and like controlled and all the, you know, those things. But somehow as like 
two people working on a project together, it, we could compartmentalize, you know, and like that's a whole other thing kind of thing. It's not almost like it's not, it's not us characters in a thing, whatever. Mm. But, uh, um, so I don't know that it's funny, I guess, like, I mean, I had so much fear back then of messing up constantly. And, uh, so I'm, in, I'm worlds different than before, um, because I'm just, I've just accepted that, oh, I'm going to fuck up tonight. I'll probably screw up a song, <laughs> but you know, I'm yeah, also yeah, like, yeah. all right. I mean, you know, I, I'm not in the Olympics. I mean, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm like, if I can get across, if I can get something across and people feel like they're getting their money's worth and they're happy for it, you know, so there's, mis I mean, I'm human, it happens, you know. I find, uh, and yeah. I'll never, and so I feel like I've gotten so much stronger because I'm allowing myself, I mean, I messed up constantly before, but it was like, it was, it was, always terrifying and you know i always messed up anyway but i was just trying to avoid it so much that it kept me from really from really really playing music you know what mm -hmm. i mean like yeah. i mean yeah. i mean i did but it was i guess it it was a different experience for me now i can really i can really take risks and play um and, you know, I mean, I, I have a long way to go because I'm not, I'm a pretty, I'm a very lazy musician and then I don't practice enough and I don't <laughs> learn my instrument enough and I don't, you know, my joy kind of comes from the writing of the thing. And so, um, and it's usually harder. I write in a way that's hard for me to play. So mm. I have to like learn it, you know, so I'm. And then I don't practice. So then from the recording stage to the actual playing out stage, it's like a big pain in the ass because I got to learn it all. <laughs> and I never really get better at the guitar, you know? Mm, so, mm. I mean, hopefully I'll get some discipline and get actually <laughs> better at it. Yeah. But, I you think, know. Yeah, I, I, I think that performing guards just become more... Um, more juicy and more interesting to me when there is some human, human uh, yeah. mistake in there or yeah. some like I know like the mo like my absolute favorite moments in watching performances maybe except for circus right oh yeah <laughs> no not is for when, circus is when people people like make a mistake where there's something something happening and and when they can really respond to that in a human genuine way right. you know if when it doesn't present. become this like huh? yeah. but like people I, I have seen the best moments in how people would deal with that moment you know yeah. like how some people would turn it into a joke some people yeah. would just and it's it's just fantastic when that happens. It's yeah, it's and it's it's hard it's hard to do because you know, you it's you get that initial feeling of like, oh no, I'm falling off the tightrope. It's and like I'm gonna land on yeah. concrete. This is awful, you know. Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah, uh, it's like so many moments of just readjustment. Yeah, you just yeah. have to like because you're just suddenly dropped out of your uh, of your script yeah and then yeah. you have to kind of catch it somewhere and where can you catch it and, and that's the kind of when i mean i think for me the best times in performing have been when i felt when i can when i've been able to be present which is really it for me i mean maybe not for the next person but for me that's a feat that's hard because it's like you know um you and that I mean it's hard when you when you when you want so desperately to be, be like great and then you know and you don't want to screw up whatever but um and also when your mind wanders I mean it's, it's sometimes it's hard to be like right there mm. um but it feels amazing uh, actually in every aspect of my life if I can somehow be present i'm not 
somewhere mm. else or thinking about something else or yeah. worried about something what else. I should have done how I should have yeah, done it yeah and I'm I'm like yeah. it's hard for me to be that way so mm. yeah to be able to kind of catch it and stand outside yourself and yeah I mean I in. I caught myself the other night in in Wells actually I caught myself doing doing something and I made a mistake and I was like in my head going, okay, somebody once told me make this mistake twice and then people will think it's the real thing. So I was like, so I made the mistake again. And that was a mistake because it was like, well, it sounded fucking awful. So I, was, I had to say, I had to say, well, I took, that didn't work. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like. Yeah, yeah. Um, and honesty can often uh, do the trick. Just yeah. like saying it straight out, yeah. what just happened. And like, yeah. Own it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but it's 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 hard. Sometimes you, you hiding is like feels really nice. Mm-hmm. Just hide away and go. No, you don't see me. <laughs> you didn't hear that. <laughs> but there's but, yeah. not so much. Uh, you can't really hide if it's no. Just, you can't just really you, hide. Yeah, yeah. On yeah. Stage. Yeah. No, no, you can't. Yeah. Especially, yeah. Especially if it's just you on stage. It's kind of like, mm. but. Like somebody, can somebody else fix this situation <laughs> yeah. for me now? <laughs> yeah, somebody jump hey, in. Where is it? <laughs> yeah. Have you done a tour before that was just like was so stripped down? Or? No. Uh-huh. So uh, I well, I did tour with um, I supported Mogwai for their American tour, one of their American tours, and that first, which was another test, see if it, uh, uh, which and it was fantastic. It was great, mm-hmm. and. Um, but that was the first time. I mean, I I played solo before, but not on a whole tour, mm. and so it's a very different thing. Yeah, mm. yeah. You get to places quicker because you don't have to wait for people. But <laughs> that is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hard, I mean, yeah. you know, when we play as a duo, it's kind of uh, also pretty efficient in that it's just a mm-hmm. couple of suitcases and or... and you know each other so well that it's probably super. Yeah, 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 we can, yeah, we can yeah. know without even talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to, uh, originally we had this idea that we can just go anywhere with two suitcases and that's it. We're a little bit getting out of the <laughs> of the suitcases now. We don't really fit anymore, but yeah, we still try to keep the sentiment. Oh, it's so much. Yeah, <laughs> I I did not do it this time, and I brought a dog as well. So that's like a whole other suitcase. Oh, right, it's okay, like yeah. it's really <laughs> it's, it's rough. Yeah. <laughs> They have a lot of yeah. How is the doggy handling but the I love tour? The dog. Hmm? How is the doggy handling the tour? So he barks a lot, but um, and you know, but he I I think he's you know he'd rather herd sheep, but I think he's <laughs> I think he's happy. I mean, we're happy together, so I think that that you know that works. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if he could choose. Where, you know, before he met me, maybe if he could choose his life, he probably wouldn't have chosen this life. <laughs> Do I want but, to be the partner of a touring musician yeah. or herding a sheep? sheep farmer. Yeah. yeah, I'd go with a sheep farmer for sure. <laughs> but but we love each other, so there you go. And, I, and, and it's hard because now I'm having to think, I mean, I he's been everywhere now. Mm. And, and now uh, I've got other places to go and i'm sitting here going do i give him a break Mm. for him and for me because it's it's a it's a lot to manage but yeah i don't know it's like every time i think of going somewhere without him it's like Mm -hmm. i don't want to do that but yeah were you dealing with kind of getting pet passports and all this sort of stuff yeah he has a passport right yeah he had um because you're jumping from country to country. Yeah, he's got a Portuguese passport. <laughs> and <laughs> okay. yeah. And so he's like he's totally fine to be wherever, anywhere, anytime, except he's gotta be dewormed every time he goes to the UK. And uh certain other places he has to be dewormed. Um but yeah, other than that he can kind of you know, I mean, it's tricky because not everybody wants a dog in a place. So it's like, you know, you have to, you're, you have to kind of find places to be and eat and, you know, mm-hmm. travel. Uh, so it's a little tricky, yeah. but, yeah. but it's been worth it. It's been good. 
So what comes after the tour? So after the tour, um, well, I'm a little nomadic now. I don't have a place. I'm not living anywhere at the moment, but I moved to Vermont. And so I have, uh, in June, I go to Canada. I'm going to be there for three months. And then in September, it looks like I'm coming back to the UK for end of the road. So I'm just trying to get some shows around that. Mm. And then, uh, uh, and then I've, yeah, then, then I don't know. I might go back to California, stay with family for a bit and then find a spot possibly in Vermont, Mm. Mm. Portugal. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so artistically the Canada time will be about this band you were talking about, like you you will be recording. Yeah. So uh, that'll be, so I do the Calgary folk festival. I'll play that. And then, and, and, um, uh, and then we're going to just do, uh, yeah, we're going to write a record, which I've never done that with, you know, I've never kind of done that with people. I mean, it kind of, it kind of happened. I've been so solo, like not solo, solo, but just, well, creatively pretty solo forever. So it's, it's you know, I did this remote thing with my friend Jeff McLeod. We, he would send me music and I'd write stuff. And then we made, made a record that way. But it kind of was not, you know, this is... Part of me is going, oh, my God, it's three months. Of, can I do it? Like, we're going to get sit around. What are we going to do? Stare at each other till something <laughs> happens? Just, like, you know, I don't know. But but I'm, ex- I'm very much excited mm-hmm. to do it. I think it'll be really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, in the UK, you want to have a few more shows with this yeah, record? I think so, yeah. yeah. I'm going to do a few more with this record and then um and then i'll start working on the next one right yeah well the the path is hopefully stay busy yeah i mean i'm 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 really you know the like i was saying this tour has was a bit of an experiment to see like well i've been away for a really long time i mean can i do it are people even going to show up or and and for the most part it's been pretty great like people are showing up so enough so that i feel like oh no i can do this i can keep doing this and keep trying to get it to grow a bit and you know mm. it's not totally starting over so it's um yeah it seems possible i mean i want to I'm I'm so ready to work and excited to work and want and want to do it that um I'm just, you know, crossing my fingers to have like the opportunity to keep coming back and doing it and playing mm. and mm-hmm. what would yeah. you do if you wouldn't do music? What would I do? Well, for a while I I didn't, so I was doing other things and um you know, I was like kind of dabbled in a bunch of other things like did like uh makeup artist for stuff and i was would do like you know weddings stuff like putting people's makeup on and all that kind of you know whatever i could do you know Mm. i don't know working at coffee shop i don't know i'm not very skilled for a lot of things so it's a bit that's a tricky thing too Mm. i don't have a lot of skills so i don't know what else i would do (laughs) but find something i don't know yeah, not that you have to do something else. I'm just, I'm just wondering if you have a, you know, like your dog. If your dog wasn't touring, would be herding sheep. If you also have a, if you wouldn't be touring. Oh, if it was like, you know, if like I could have a dream kind of a yeah job. Well, you know, I think I would love to design clothing. Huh. I tried for a little bit with children's clothing, and I loved it so. I loved it so much So I, I actually, yeah, I mean, I'd be. But see, that's not practical. It'd be a clothing designer. That's what I want to do. Be a clothing designer. That's I like. Mean, I mean, wouldn't it be better if I could pick something that I could go to school and know that I could just do it? Where well, like is, is it, like being you know, a musician? Is it practical? Clothing <laughs> designing is worse than music. Like the, it's the worst industry imaginable. I'm sure. Right? It's horrible. <laughs> That would be the worst. 
Yeah. Well, I, I can so, imagine that we would meet in a parallel um, reality and right. interviewing you, yeah, the closing yeah. designer, and you would say like, you know, I was I'm thinking about music. being a musician, but yeah. the music industry is it's just awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, I think the fashion know. industry has got to be worse. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. Oh, I don't know if I should need to get the sound check. What time is it? Um, it's uh, yeah. 17 past 6. Any, oh, good. Any, yeah, any, we're good. We're good. We're oh, good. we're really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, actually, if you <laughs> want to talk about something more, then just <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I think it's when you were talking before about uh, kind of like just being so stripped down and solo, yeah. I... I was reminded of how when we were doing some gigs a few years ago, the fact that what we were doing was so sparse and stripped down meant that we could kind of say yes to very weird things. Uh, so like, oh, like what? We ended up playing on an abandoned boat in the middle of the oh, river in nice. Belgrade. Oh, uh, that's fantastic. With these these people who were like living on the boat. Oh, that's like they were, great characters in a novel or something they were amazing i want that gig and then they would say like the electricity might not be very reliable i'm like that's fine our stuff is battery powered yeah, it's yeah, fine. yeah. <laughs> that's great oh my god that's fantastic yeah well we can i love shows like i mean i i do love shows like that have you had a, a on, particularly on weird thing. one that uh has come along this time? Or? No, I didn't have I didn't have a weird one. I've had like several that have been just really special shows. Um one one was with um from a that was a it's a friend that I didn't realize because everything was kind of chaotic for this tour and I did not realize that he was the Ivan and Lutrijo of the venue was the place I played before, which was in his house. I just forgot. I just didn't think of actually the name of the venue being. Uh, I just didn't think of anything. I was just, you know, I'm I'm writing him going because I was kind of tour managing myself, so I was writing saying, "Hi, yes, I'm just trying to find the information for the show." Blah, blah, blah. And he was just, he was just like, "Yes, hi, Nina. Well, it's where you were before." And then I was like. Yvonne? You? Is it you? <laughs> and, and I was so excited because that I'd played there a few times and it was just a magical place. I mean, it's just, it's in Brest and it's a country, it's country house and it's, uh, and we would stay there. Uh, I have so many amazing memories there, but the last time I'd played there, um, half the people paid in potatoes and it was just <laughs> it was it I, I had we had we finished the show there were they just there were crates and crates of potatoes and we put them in the back of the car and we still had like a bunch of other dates to do so we were doing shows but the potatoes were always in the back of the car and then we went to uh um, we usually would, and I'm doing the same thing on this tour. We end up with the really dear friends of of mine in uh, Bavaria, and so we we would go to their house and stay for a while. And we ended the tour, went to their house, and um, it's uh, my friend Sonia who's from Bavaria, and then her husband Porik, who's Irish, and he we we cook those potatoes in so many different ways. <laughs> we, had so, we brought in all these crates of potatoes. And, you know, the Irish know their potatoes. So, so he was like, oh, those are the best potatoes I've ever had in my life. <laughs> and they were a, sort of a hybrid. They were they were a special potato. Oh, right. You okay. know, for this. Uh, from that region. From that region. Yeah, yeah, very, yeah. It was, well, some farmer was making this very special potato. And they were magnificent potatoes. And so <clears throat> I was like, yes, I'll have some potatoes to take. And, you know, I guess that guy's not there anymore or something. Oh. But there were no potatoes this time. But it was absolutely perfect. It was a perfect, I mean, it lacked potatoes. But it was a perfect, perfect <laughs> evening. And it was so nice and so nice to see all of them. And, their, you know, the whole family was there. And it was, mm -hmm. it was just, just a... 
just the best people in the best place. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely loved it. But there's so many, <clears throat> there were so many, there were so many shows like that were special that in that way. But that was the most unusual at a house, which is mm-hmm. not particularly mm-hmm. unusual, but the potatoes part was, and there were no potatoes, but, uh, <laughs> but I'm trying, I had played on a boat before. Oh yeah? Where was that? Yeah, I think it was in France somewhere. Played on a boat. Uh and then a tennis court in Italy. There was a tennis court one time. And uh that was great. I mean I guess not super unusual places, I'm trying mm. to think. But but I love those Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those unusual funny places to play. <laughs> I usually like it when the shows are kind of hard and you have to figure out how to figure out how to get your makeup on where to change you know what i mean like figure mm, mm. Fi- you know, no, things aren't easy mm. i kind sometimes i really like that um cause it's like you're yeah, you're, you're just in high energy all the time yeah. you know and then, good and the then underground you're, and then you're DIY. on and then you then you become actually it helps becoming really present i think mm. when you're when you're mm. actually mm. performing when you've yeah. had to like you know change your clothes in the car or something like that. i don't know behind a tree <laughs> and you get a, it's good yeah well well i don't know <laughs> there's no neat way to wrap that up that's amazing <laughs> well we'll we'll see you tonight <laughs> oh good yeah. yes good So that was our talk with Nina. If you're curious to see more about her work or take a listen to her music, you can check the links on the website, which is repatterning.xyz. Nina's album Riderless Horse is out now on Temporary Residence Records. You can also take a look at patreon.com slash repatterning. All the material that we have is the same everywhere. But if you'd like to help us out a bit in making this series, you can do that there and we'll be grateful. This is also the 10th interview that we've done in this series. So uh, it's the end of our first season and we're going to be taking a little break for now and we'll get back to you soon with a second round of repatterning conversations sometime soon. See you back then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.